Hello and welcome again to Metamorphosis, the podcast of Trinity United Methodist Church in Piedmont, Missouri, where we share the unchanging gospel with the changing culture. This is a special Easter episode in which I talk about what's special about Christianity. So as you, I'm sure you know, uh, Easter is next Sunday and Trinity United Methodist Church, uh, about halfway between Piedmont and Patterson in Missouri, Highway 34. Uh, we'll be having, our, of course, our Easter service at 10 a.m. And we invite everyone to that. I also want to invite people who don't believe, people who are skeptics, people who are doubters, people who are questioners. Um, I hope that you will give us a try and get curious about this Christianity thing, especially after hearing my thoughts, which are indebted to other people's thoughts, about what makes Christianity special or unique or worth considering. So I am basing this podcast on another podcast um, by Pete Enns. He is a Harvard-educated theologian and Old Testament Bible scholar, um, published many articles, many books, and he hosts or co-hosts with Jared Bias the Bible for Normal People podcast. In one of his recent episodes, um, he did uh, a solo presentation, and the episode was titled, What Makes Christianity Unique? And so a lot of what I'm sharing will be based on on that episode by Pete Enns. So, what makes Christianity unique or special or worth considering? You might think that it's that God chose his people, like he chose the Israelites as his special people. But that's actually not unique or special at all. Um, that's ex- actually extremely common in the ancient world. Um, the Greeks, the Romans, the other peoples in the Near East or Middle East, in the vicinity of Israel, um, they all thought that they were descended from God or Zeus or Hercules or um, pick one. You know, they all thought they were descended directly from their particular deity or one of the deities in their polytheistic religion. Um, they all thought that they were special or chosen in some way by their God. You might think Christianity is special or unique because it is the one religion, as I've often heard, in which we have a personal relationship with God. And I, that may be true of modern religions. Um, I, to be honest with you, I'm not an expert on all of the world's religions, but that may be true today. But I don't think that would have been true in the ancient Israelite context. Um, you know, other, what we would call mythology, um, the Greeks, the Romans, the Sumerians, the Babylonians, the Egyptians, they would all call their religion. They're what we would call myths about the Greek gods, the Roman gods, or the Egyptian gods, etc. Those peoples um, who were contemporary to the ancient Israelites, they would have called that religion. And so, in their religion, you know, they were they considered themselves to be descended from God or chosen by God. Um, they also, I think, would have said they had a close relationship to their gods. Um, you know, there are countless tales or stories of Zeus coming down and interacting with humans in very uh, personal ways, very intimate ways. Um, there are stories of other 
gods, Norse gods for that matter, um, to go to a different region of the world where gods are coming down to earth and they are interacting in very personal ways with people. Um, and so then that other notion that, well, you know, God became flesh in Jesus, that's actually also very common <laughs> across ancient mythologies or ancient religions. You might think, well, you know, God dying, you know, Jesus dying for our sins, that's got to be unique. That's got to be special. Actually, not necessarily. Um, there are many stories of God's dying in other Near Eastern, Middle Eastern religions. Usually, one god kills another god, um, and uh, and certain creation myths in Babylonian or Sumerian creation myths, you know, this god will kill that god and then make the world out of the the carcass of that god. Um, and so, there, you know, that idea that well, our god, he, you know, he died. Jesus died for us. You know, that is not all that special or unique as we might think. So what is it about Christianity? Why Christianity? Um, it's the cross. You know, the Romans reserved crucifixion for people they wanted to make examples of. You know, they didn't just crucify, you know, this person who maybe stole something. They crucified people who were threats to the empire. It's a, a rather unfortunate mistranslation of the um, men who were crucified on each side of Jesus. You know, our English translations usually describe them as thieves, but actually the word that uh, would have been used in the ancient Greek was more like bandits. And by bandits, we mean people who are freedom fighters against the Roman occupiers. So crucifixion is not your average punishment. It's reserved for people to be made an example of. This is what happens when you mess with the Roman Empire. And because it was to be an example, it was a deeply shameful thing, a deeply shameful punishment, both in its what it represented and in its application. So um, unlike what we think of due to art and movies, you know, the, the cross, was not, you know, super high where you could see the person from, you know, hundreds of feet away um, all around. You know, the cross is like eye level and you were nude on it. So for Jesus to be crucified would have been an extremely shameful, extremely humiliating way to die. And this would have been happening in a honor shame culture. You know, like, well, you've dishonored me, or you've dishonored my family, and therefore we have to go fight, and, and one of us is going to kill the other one. You know, that, that's the the kind of extreme thing. And everyone else, you know, thinks this is very reasonable um, because we are in an honor-shame culture. So for Jesus to be nailed to a cross in the nude at eye level so that all the people witnessing this, all of the people walking past this, are confronted with that, and he is then exposed to them in turn. Um, this is deeply shameful and humiliating, especially in this culture and in this time. You know, I'm self-conscious about the way I look on Zoom, <laughs> right? So, 
you know, I know most people are self-conscious about their appearance in many situations and circumstances. And so, uh, again, you know, we can't fully appreciate this, but we can kind of get it. So, this is a strange way to start a new religion, isn't it? This is not a triumphant god. This is not a powerful god, at least in by appearances. This is not um, a warrior god establishing some kingdom from which then the Spartans are descended or the Romans are descended. This is... Um, a very bizarre way to start a new religion and that's really noteworthy along those lines it also makes no sense to write down the story of this and say by the way these group of women are the ones who uh, saw him first and then went and, and spread the word like that makes no sense in this patriarchal male-centered male-dominated ancient Middle Eastern culture. That makes no sense in relation to the many other Near Eastern, Middle Eastern religions and their stories, or the Greek and Roman pantheons and their stories. Um, what would have made sense is for, you know, a um, God himself to, you know, announce his coming, or for, um, you know, Zeus to, you know, strike down you know, someone with a thunderbolt, or for Hercules to uh, do these trials and uh, and do these amazing things, um, or for this, you know, hero who's descended from a god or a goddess to lead this people group in a conquering uh, war and establish the empire. You know, that, that would have made sense in this context. So it makes no sense. <laughs> it, it, you know, if you're starting a new religion, this isn't how you would do it. You wouldn't do it with the cross, and you certainly wouldn't do it with then women reporting on the resurrection. And then a, a third related point is in most religions, humanity is sacrificing something to God, right? In Judaism and all these other ancient Middle Eastern, Near Eastern religions, humanity is sacrificing something to God to gain God's favor or to honor God or worship God. And in Jesus, God is sacrificing to and for humanity. God is sacrificing to and for humanity in the form of Jesus dying on the cross. What makes Christianity special? What makes it unique? What makes it worth considering and thinking about? The cross. Not because God came to earth in the form of a human and died not even because god died for our sins but because if you were starting a new religion this makes no sense this is so deeply shameful so deeply counterintuitive and that means there must be something to it <laughs> right um if jesus's followers were just making it all up like in a dan brown novel um then they would not have made this up. This is not the story they would have told. They would not have had women witnessing the resurrection first and then spreading the news. And unlike every other religion that I'm aware of, ancient or modern, humanity isn't doing something in Christianity to get right with God. God is getting right 
for us. <laughs> He's doing for us what we can't do for ourselves. And I believe that saves us in this world as well as the next.